I choose to dance If I choose to grow If I choose to laugh And watch the flow Hello, everyone. Welcome to Music Emerging's Inspiring Talks. I'm Cynthia Brando, and I'm so happy to be here for another podcast I took last week off. Just felt like I needed to do that. Probably going to take next week off because of the holidays. Of course, Christmas for me is actually just another day of the week, but I still really enjoyed taking the time off to myself. I don't personally celebrate Christmas. I never really have unless I was a kid. But it used to be really hard when I was not with anyone and I was alone before I moved to Los Angeles because now I have a lot of friends. But it used to be hard when I was by myself, even though I didn't celebrate Christmas, when you know that everyone else is together and happy and doing fun things and you don't have anyone to share the day with to do anything special. So this year I actually was alone and I took the time just to have a a day to myself and a, a spa day at home and it was really nice. So I hope you had a good a good holiday and we've got New Year's coming up. So that's usually pretty fun. I'm actually, I've been working on this new venture. I'm starting a YouTube channel, like a lifestyle channel, because my other passion besides music is health, healing, nature, fashion. And so I'm starting a YouTube where I'm going to show videos that I do with, with with those topics and those themes. So there'll be some cooking, there'll be some fashion, some nature excursions. I'm actually releasing my first video January 1st. It's going to be about, it's going to be New Year's related. So, so about affirmations and, and um, I'm going to do this whole vision board experience and I'm going to create this new cocktail. So the channel's called Glow with Cynthia. I'm also on Instagram under that moniker and I'm really excited about it. So that's what I've been up to. But I want to talk about today's guest. But before I do, I just want to say that all the podcasts are archived at musicemerging.com under Inspiring Talks under Podcast. So I've done a bunch of them so far. So if you ever want to put them on while you're cooking or doing whatever or listen to them at night, they're all there. A lot of interesting stories that I've covered from different musical artists and beyond. And today we've got something a little bit different. This is a person that I met on Instagram. And it's been great being a musician in this age of social media because it's it's still kind of a new experience for me. Because at, at first, I didn't really want to be on social media. And now I'm on social media all the time promoting my music because you you have to uh, to get new fans just to get people to listen to your music. But I've really enjoyed the, the different kinds of fans I got on social media, especially Instagram. And the guest I have today, Imran Khan, is one of those people and I forget how he even connected, but he's got this, this, this business venture. It's called a micro label. So you probably are familiar with a music label, and there's the big ones out there, right? 
And then there's there's indie labels, and he is calling what he has he he started a micro label, and he's going to talk all about that. It's called Quasi Particle Records. He promoted me on his Instagram page, which was really nice, and promoted my new single. And he's going to talk about that and getting back into music again. So let me go to his bio on his website. So he's also an independent artist, and he's just getting back into music. I'm going to be playing a couple songs on the podcast that he released. And he's he goes back and, and works on his music. He took a break for a long time. And he does a lot of his own recording. And I'm on his website. So he goes by... He's got the micro-label Quasi-Particles Records. But his independent artist name is Mersey. So I'm on his website, merseymusic.com. He spells it M-E-R-Z-I-E music.com. And his bio... He says here he's a singer-songwriter, musician, engineer, producer in Denver, Colorado. His latest release is the original song, As I Am, which you're going to hear on this podcast, and a cover of I Need My Girl by The National. Guitar-oriented indie rock is the main sound Mersey has developed. Focusing on recording live instruments is also a mainstay for Mersey, looking back to old inspirations from The Beatles, Rolling Stones, The Stooges, Black Flag, David Bowie, and others. But it all gets melded with newer influences from LCD Sound System, Metric, Modest Mouse, The National, St. Vincent, and more. So thanks for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy this next podcast with my guest, Imran Khan. Hello, this is Imran. Oh, hi. It's Cynthia here. Hi, Cynthia. How are you today? Good. How are you? Oh, not too bad. Not too bad. Just, uh, you know, a busy day job stuff. <laughs> What's your day job, if you don't mind saying? No, I don't mind. Uh, no, I'm actually in a, 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 I'm what they call a business development manager. Basically, it's a, a technical sales type of position for uh, uh, the company I work for is uh, we make concrete products for commercial construction. Okay. So, yeah, so accessories to help make building with concrete easier. Ah. Yeah, that's the best way to put it, yeah. So... so- have you found that your day job skills, have they transferred over to anything music-related, like starting the label? I grew up uh, learning how to sell with my mom, going buying and selling at garage sales because we didn't have a lot of money when I was a kid. So those skills, those sales skills that I picked up when I was a kid um, transferred really well into uh, technical sales. So, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I mean, I'm guessing you're also an indie artist, right, with your music? Yes. And, yeah, um, I need to practice more, though. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I think it's lifelong. A <laughs> lifelong thing. But, yeah, a lot of indie artists, they have to do everything with their own career. So, and they, and they don't always have all the skills because I think you do need a lot of salesman skills. And it's funny because a lot of artists are introverts, so I think it's hard for them to yes. do that. You know, have the, I got to turn my mic up. Um, yeah, to, to get out of their introverted self. Hello, hello, hello. Okay, that's better. Okay. But anyway, so you have um, salesman skills. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's good for marketing and building a, a brand uh, and things like that. So hopefully that's what I'll be able to do. 
so how did you get the idea to start a record label? Well, I, uh, you know, I heard about the, the ideology of, of uh, micro labels uh, from some some things I was researching on distribution and you know get foraying into the uh, you know self self creation DIY music and uh, an actual digital promotion and things like that uh, because I, I just re- I really just got it back into doing music literally uh, 13 months ago. Oh really? And, wow. Yeah, I, I for a long time I, I didn't even hardly play, play my guitar. I didn't even have my drum set up or anything, and uh, so I just started uh, deciding I was gonna start getting back into it and I bought a new laptop and some uh, digital software and started tinkering around and practicing again and writing some songs and redoing old songs and so uh, yeah I just um, then I then I read that you know like I said I was doing some additional research and I saw people that said well you know it's hard to get signed with even an indie label which is um, you know the it's much bigger than a micro label and any label is an actual functioning yeah. you know, full-time label kind of thing. But there's micro labels where you can kind of, uh, get the, I guess, uh, the backing, if you will, of your own label and use that to, to provide some, uh, some, it, it makes it look like you've got some backing at least because <laughs> oftentimes right. micro labels are, are, are made for the people, the artists themselves by the artists. And they're the only artists on the roster, at least initially. So, I kind of decided to kind of jump ahead a little bit and go ahead and uh, put out. I put put out some rec of a few, uh, an EP, and then a second EP, and then I decided in March, right after COVID started, to start a micro label. Oh, that's cool. Maybe I should think about starting a micro label then. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's something that I think uh, everyone should consider, to, to, depending on what your goals are and uh, what you want to do with it. Initially. For me, it was to decide to or to, to help me and my music get like you know because I said get that backing at least even if it's just uh, you know kind of like a pseudo backing right uh, per se. But uh, then I said, well, you know, I'm doing all right even with this as COVID progressed. I'm doing I'm doing pretty well and I'm gaining you know following. And then I said. Uh, I saw these great artists out there um, that would contact me through through Instagram and you know just connecting. And I said, you know, you're, I like your song. Mind if I post for it? And then I started posting and putting these video clips together. And and then people started asking me to post their stuff. More people, and then I'd reach out to some people who was, you know I discovered, and and then I'd just start posting. And it just kind of rolled into something where I said, well, maybe maybe this is the way to go. I'm doing okay. COVID's really hurting everybody. And so since I have some, you know, decent finances right now, maybe I could give back to the community and help, you know, launch this thing at some point. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of um, artists are on social media promoting themselves and connecting through Instagram. I mean, I'm older, so it's all kind of new to me still. But have you experienced social media before getting back into music? Were you familiar with it? Not really. I mean, I didn't sign up for Instagram until I think until I launched my songs or just before I did, like in October of last year. Well, how the heck did you get so many followers so fast? <laughs> well, I, I reach out to people and I follow them and I, I follow people with like interests and, 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 and that are also indie artists or friends of indie artists that, you know, try to, you know, to support the, the indie community. And, um, you know, it's often if you just randomly, you know, follow people. 
then you're probably not going to get a lot of people following you back. You could do the right. thing where you put it because I initially did that. I was randomly following people that I just thought were interesting, but then and that's on my you know it wasn't really gaining any traction not that i initially was looking to do it but then when i started to get serious and i created the account for the record label and then incorporated it as an llc um i said well let me let me come up with a game plan and an idea on how to get people that would be interested in it into it and then it turns out that if you follow people that are interested in the same things you are they're apt to follow you back right. <laughs> so so that's uh kind of how it's really blossomed and, and this burgeoning and uh, I follow a lot of music studios because I'm learning how to produce and I've got some help from some folks on, you know, how to grow as a producer and learn how to adequately use the tools I have and what additional tools I may need. And, um, and so it's, it's been a pretty interesting journey because you, you think you're going to go one way and you go another. And especially since I haven't had the connections and the deep roots in the music industry for a, a long time. I mean, the last time I was, I was in my, uh, late twenties when I was actually really serious about that. And I recorded an album on, uh, you know, and sold 50 copies of, of a CD back then with my brother and sister. And uh, now, you know, literally 20 years later, um, um, starting a new. <laughs> yeah. What made you, or what happened where you stopped doing music for so long? Uh, I, I got career focused on uh, the stuff I was doing in, right. uh, and I uh, built this gigantic house in Ohio, which ended up uh, turning upside down after the, the last recession in 2008, nine. And uh, so now, I'm, you know, then, then I got married a few, uh, about seven years ago and now I have a six year old son. And so the life family stuff. life took over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and, I talked to a lot of artists who are older and had gotten out of music for whatever reason. And, now they're older and getting back into it and they just describe this just euphoric feeling they have getting back into music again and how you know it's just incredible it makes them feel yeah no it's and it's a great feeling and I, I've, I've got some you know i've got some good equipment as far as instruments i, I spent when i'm in my late 20s when i got serious about it you know i i, I bought some great guitars i bought you know like one of the things I wanted was a, a Gibson Les Paul, and I brought one brand new. It's, it's a studio model, so it's nothing fancy, but nonetheless, they're expensive guitars. Yeah. <laughs> and I spent almost three grand on it. Well, I actually, said they did spend three three thousand dollars on a digital recording system, which at the time was completely state of the art. So uh, now it's uh, it's great for live recording, but it's just me. So um, I, I I've actually now spent a fraction of that on. Uh, on the laptop and interface tools and, and all the microphones and stuff I need for a home studio. And it's so much easier to use. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. So you're just doing all sorts of stuff. Um, music business production, the label. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the whole thing was supposed to be, you know, my original end goal was to be a full service label, you know, on, even up on a very small scale, right. Doing like full production for an artist, uh, myself probably. Uh, but then it's, uh, well, then I said, well, maybe I would outsource that because I'm not that good yet. Um, and then maybe focusing on well, like in today's world, it used to be that micro labels that, that have existed for years and years and years prior to the digital age, um, you'd basically sign a band and you both know you're not going to get rich and that's not the point. Uh, it's you're helping you're, you know you're printing 50 to 100 vinyls or 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 uh, instead of pressed or cut 
or, or uh, you're doing cassettes or CDs. And uh, now in the digital age, you're basically kind of like a PR firm, agent slash manager kind of thing Yeah. Uh, for a band oftentimes. And, and so that's kind of the direction I'm going to go first because though I do posting and promotion on Instagram uh, to help artists get streams and gain fans, uh, there's a lower barrier of entry. So uh, that's this, that's what I want to focus on is developing the connections, developing the brand and the awareness of, of how, what types of songs, what type of music, what type of artists I promote. And then yeah. maybe that will help springboard into other things when, I, uh, when I'm ready. So what's the music scene like in the Denver area? Well, pre-COVID, uh, the live music scene was incredible. I mean, it was, we're not quite, we're not Austin. Um, we're probably not even Portland, but we were, uh, we, we did, a, there's a lot of good music, a lot of good musicians, uh, a lot of original music, uh, obviously just like any town, there's a lot of cover bands as well, but the, uh, the original music scene here, I think was, uh, really, really doing well and burgeoning. And there's a lot of places to play out here that, you know, hold a decent crowd and, uh, you know, people flock to music out here quite a bit. So I thought it was, it's a pretty, it's a smaller scene than some of the other, you know, more, more um, um, well-known music cities, uh, but it's a really a burgeoning scene, and I'm hoping to get back to that, that it'll be back there maybe by the summer next year. I am good, and I am Some things that I should never laugh about. 
you know, there, there, there are artists like yourself and uh, that are, are, have been doing this for a long time and very, very serious about it. And I think it's just unfair the way the music industry is um, set up. So if I can do something to help somebody, it just even sparks one artist uh, to achieve their goals and dreams um, as where it can be their sustainable career, then I, I definitely want to do that. And that's the, and so that's what I'm hoping will happen. And, and I don't think I have that clout yet. Uh, but eventually, if things continue to go the way they are, then maybe in a couple of years, I will be able to do something like that. Well, that's awesome. Um, yeah, it's 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 so nice through music to be able to give back like that. And, you know, it just enriches your own life, too, because you get to be part of your own label and put your music out there and also help others. So, yeah, it's been great talking to you and learning about what you're doing. Can you talk about a couple of your music tracks? I just released one called As I Am, and I, I just uh, released one before that. It was a cover of uh, I Need My Girl by uh, The National. Um, so you'll you'll be able to hear. <laughs> I, I, there's, there's another song that I still got up there that I, I, I haven't pulled because I, I do need to redo it. But you'll, you can, if you heard that one, which I'm, I'm not going to send you that one. You can listen to it on Spotify, but uh, it's called On My Way. And if you listen to that, the production quality of that versus the other two that I just released is, is much different mm-hmm. and much it's much better now and it's still not nearly where it needs to be I think uh, but I've, you got to take it steps at a time even if I have to find the time and, and, and the, the, the opportunity to redo them in the future even if I re, even if I you know like what I have now I think I can do better in the future and uh, yeah. I know I can so okay cool well it was really nice talking to you and I'm, I'm glad we did this podcast and it's nice to get to know you a little more. Yeah. And I really appreciate it. It's, it's great to get to know you and, uh, uh, we'll definitely stay connected and, uh, you know, uh, yeah, I posted for one of your songs and I, I really do love it. I mean, oh, thanks. That keep it together is a, uh, it's a great song. Thank you. Yeah. It's a kind of a positive one. I, some of my songs are kind of on the dark side. So I was, I was glad to release that. And a little more universal tune. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a very uplifting. You know, it's it's a perfect song for the times. Uh, yeah. to, you know, we all do need to get it to keep it together while it's all falling apart. So, <laughs> uh, truly. So I, I know I know how it is getting pigeonholed and stuck into that uh, uh, world of uh, you know uh, the down downtrodden type of songs. Uh, right. You, you, but that's a good way to get out the the inner demons so that you don't become a tortured soul. I think. Yes, absolutely. Well, cool. Keep experimenting and good luck with what you're doing. And yeah, we'll definitely talk again soon. Okay, great. I, yeah. I really appreciate the opportunity. And uh, and if I, you know, well, if we do it again sometime, hopefully I'll be further down the road. <laughs> of course, yeah. All right, yeah. we'll take care. You too. Thank you, Cynthia. Sure. Bye. Right. Bye.
As I am. Imran Khan, otherwise known as Mersey, and you can check out his music at www.merseymusic.com. That's M E R Z I E. And the track I played previously was called I Need My Girl. Isn't he nice? He is so nice. And I just love that he started his micro label and that his goals are not only to do his own music, but to help others by promoting them. And that's what he did with my new track. So it was really nice of him. So go support him, see what he's up to. And also go to musicemerging.com. We've got a donation link which goes to music projects. And all the podcasts are archived, archived there. So go check them out. Not going to have a guest next week, but come back because I will have more guests taking next week off. And I hope you have a wonderful New Year's Eve if you celebrate that. And, and then I'll see you into the new year. So the begin, beginning intro music and the outro music is my track, Watch the Flow. And you can also go to my website at CynthiaBrando.com to see what I'm up to. Thanks for tuning in. 
Much peace to everyone out there and tune in next time for another inspiring talk.